This edition of the Impact Podcast is brought to you by Engage. Engage is a digital booking engine revolutionizing the talent booking industry. With hundreds of athletes, entrepreneurs, speakers, and business leaders, Engage is the go-to spot for booking talent for your next event. For more information, please visit letsengage.com. Welcome to another edition of the Impact Podcast. Today, I'm so honored and excited to have my good friend, Scott Donnecke. He's on with us today. He's the CEO and founder of Companies for Zero Waste. Welcome to Impact, Scott. Thank you, John. It's an honor to be on your show today. Thank oh. you so much. Well, thank you for being here. And before, for our listeners who don't know your history and leading up to the founding of Companies for Zero Waste, can you share a little bit of your backstory, Scott, please? Sure. So I worked in uh, banking for years. I worked in mortgages. Um, I also ran hedge fund meetings in New York City. And uh, two years ago, um, I had been going out to uh, breakfast with one of my really good friends who has a composting company here in New Jersey called Java's Compost. And I was really fascinated when I talked to him about a lot of the rules and regulations in New Jersey and how hard it was for him to scale his business up him and his wife having a composting business uh, right over here in Maplewood, New Jersey. And then after doing a lot of research, I found out that there were over 400 dormant landfills in New Jersey. And I started watching a lot of YouTube videos and doing research. And I've always had a big passion for the environment. So I decided to walk away from my banking job and launch companies for zero waste. Wow. Um, And so we launched had a really big meeting last year in Newark, New Jersey with over 350 uh, attendees that came in, uh, really tackling uh, the uh, the waste crisis going on globally and just really excited about the uh, the business and where it's headed today. So thank you. I'm on your great website right now. For our listeners out there that want to find Scott and his colleagues and the great work that they're doing, you could go to www.companiesforzerowaste.com. Dot com. Scott, talk a little bit about some of the amazing brands and people that have both spoken at your very important events and also attended your events. Sure, sure. Thank you. So the people that have come into our events have come from different sectors. And what's really happened with our organization, which is a lot of fun, is that we've really migrated now into a global advisory firm. So we've reached out to thousands of these companies. Uh, They're coming from different sectors. So they're coming from the automotive sector, coming from the healthcare industry. They're coming from retail. They're coming from manufacturing companies that have challenges in their supply chains with their vendors, with their partners. And they're realizing that it's not business as usual. Their supply chains have been disrupted and they need to start changing behavior in their supply chain and looking at new technologies that can help them drive efficiencies. And so the whole lens has changed during the COVID crisis for this whole industry. Mm -hmm. And I think we're here in the perfect time. Yeah. What are some of the biggest challenges in moving towards zero waste goals for cities, municipalities, and for NGOs and just some of the most iconic brands out there today? I think one of the biggest challenges is legislation. Um, you have different legislation in different states. Um, and they're also the way that all the way down to the uh, the MRFs, uh, 
and the municipalities and the way that they handle different type of uh, waste streams, um, it could be very challenging with the supply chains. Um, so, and now we have all of this disruption with the economy and political unrest. Um, so, but I think a lot of it just has to do with how the supply chain breaks down from the beginning when a product is manufactured all the way to end of life. And how do we start changing and making it more efficient for companies to track these critical raw materials and use them again or repurpose them? And, and this is really a huge movement and a daunting task, but there's a lot of momentum going into it. And there's a lot of capital now, too, from Wall Street going in. So it's a really exciting time. When you had your initial vision as the founder and the CEO of Companies for Zero Waste, how has that vision evolved because of this tragic COVID-19 pandemic? Well, I think what's happened is, um, you know, people are obviously more open to doing a lot of meetings online, uh, but the world has really shrunk a lot in the last 10 months. Uh, when I say that, a lot more organizations globally are contacting companies for zero waste. Uh, we're seeing a lot more engagement uh, between different sectors, which is exciting. Um, when I say that, people are more open and to sharing stories than they were a year and a half or two years ago. Um, we have a really big, and I, I don't know if I can mention it here, the name of the company, but they upcycled uh, over a million tons of medical waste last year and used it for infrastructure materials for bridges and tunnels. And so this is like an incredible uh, uh, partnership um, between, uh, you know, these two big OEMs. Um, and they're going to be sharing that on our next meeting coming up. So these are the exciting things that we're working on. Your great conferences host huge brands, fault leaders, solution providers, what are your prospects for next year? How do you see that growing? And is the interest level growing as you hold event from event and see more and more interest in this ESG circular economy companies for zero waste space? Yeah, so that's that's a good question. I would say, you know, last year we were we were really uh, broad, uh, much more broad. So now we're going a mile deep. Um, and when I say that, people want to get together. And they're having discussions about um, making it convenient for everyone to move towards zero waste goals. You, we could use these buzzwords, circularity, you know, tackling climate change. But at the end of the day, um, you know, John, as well as I know, we have to make it very pragmatic for everybody in the supply chain. If you don't make it easy for people to embrace, they're not going to do that. So, you know, that's, that's the million dollar question. You know, um, and I mean, I would even throw it back in your court. You've been in this business for so long. Yeah. How do we do this? How do we how do we make it pragmatic for the whole supply chain? It's it's you're so right, Scott. And one of the pillars of zero waste and and responsible recycling is convenience, making it yeah. convenient for the consumer or business stakeholder so it can be done without massive inconvenience to the supply chain or the lifestyle of the people or the organizations using these materials. So I'm with you. It's not easy, but I'm much more hopeful than hopeless. And it's great organizations like yours that bring all of us together 
to be able to brainstorm how we can move the ball forward faster. And that's what's Absolutely. so exciting about what you do. You know, again, for my listeners who just joined us, we've got Scott Donnecke with us today. He's a CEO and founder for Companies for Zero Waste. To find Scott, his colleagues, his next conference, go to www.companiesforzerowaste.com. Scott, talk a little bit about your global advisory services hub and how that actually works. Right. So thank you. Um, yeah, we're really excited. We launched this recently. Uh, we have a network of global advisors that help um, OEMs and brands with specific issues that they have in their supply chain. Um, so obviously right now, some major issues are greenhouse gas emissions, um, also tracking any type of solid waste um, and you know, looking at um, really holistically how companies are manufacturing goods. So um, a lot of organizations, uh, they just don't really know where to start. Uh, we've been reaching out to organizations, and because uh, it can get very complex when you're looking at tier 13, 14 vendors in a complex supply chain, um, a lot of times they need advisory services to really optimize the resources in their supply chain and really take a step back and map out, um, and they don't have to look at things as though they have to change everything overnight. It's just making incremental steps towards zero waste is what is going to get companies to be more efficient and having transparency and, and, and trust between other organizations, even competitors is the only way that we're going to um, have a more resourceful economy. And a lot of companies are getting on board with this because they, they're looking at it three to five years out instead of every quarter. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. That makes total sense. How how does what some of your work does in terms of connecting, the importance of your conferences as a facilitator or connectivity platform for asset managers, infrastructure managers, recyclers and recycling technologies, and ESG professionals, be it that there are financial institutions that want to invest in the space and are looking for the best and the brightest. How does your platform work to connect all these great folks and stakeholders and, again, move the movement forward faster? Well, that, that's a great question. What we like to do or the way I like to look at this is um, really have to orchestrate things um, in a way so that people can communicate with other people that are not in their industry or maybe not in their wheelhouse. So if you have an investment banker that's going to talk about investing in renewable energy infrastructure and hydrogen or something very specific, what is he going to have in common with someone else that is, uh, has a startup that's in composting? You see, these are, these are people that are, you know, they want to make the planet a better place but they're not in their exact wheelhouse. So the daunting task is getting people together that have the same type of mission and they're working on a problem and they want to solve that problem. And they don't want to just talk about climate change, but they want to put in the hard work. And I think that's the really big difference of so the people that come to these meetings, they're putting in a lot of hard work before they come and they're not just having a show and tell, but mm. they're saying, all right, how do we sit down and actually try to solve problems? and expose ourselves and say, okay, you know what? This didn't work last year. We actually didn't hit our goals. How do we get better as an organization? 
having those honest conversations, and then having fun with it too, having open debates where people are having fun and pushing each other. It's it's a good way to learn to even hear other person's exact opposite opinion of what you think. You're going to learn a lot that way. So I think it's a great time, you know? Agreed. Um, yeah. Scott, how many conferences did you have this year? And what's your intent next year? How many of these wonderful conferences, which I've attended almost all of them. So I'm learning a lot and I get to be a student again and also a teacher at these conferences. How many did you have this year and what's your prospects for next year? What's your vision for next year? Yeah. So like our company, um, what we're doing is, and our big focus is on the Colombo advisory services. So we're getting away from the conference model. And what we're doing is we're focusing on smaller roundtable discussions where we're bringing in 20 or 30 thought leaders that are in a space that can talk about like a specific problem that they can solve. So we're, so we're hosting those every month. Um, and those are wonderful roundtables and workshops. And then on top of that, we're just setting up one-on-one meetings with specific um, experts. So we have advisory services. Uh, right now we're up to um, 35 advisors that we work with. And they advise a lot of these organizations on how they can monetize waste and how they can help, uh, you know, really uh, be compliant. So, you know, there's different uh, opportunities and it's just an exciting time. I know you have one more great event coming up before this year is over, 2020 is over. Can you share with our listeners when that event is and where they could sign up to be a member uh, and and a participant in this event and really get to see the importance of the great work that you're doing, Scott. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So um, the next meeting coming up is December 17th. It's called Circular Planning. And that's going to be for supply chain directors, sustainability directors, um, looking at tracking critical raw materials, um, a lot of the new emerging technologies that exist, um, and then also looking at uh, inefficiencies in supply chain. And then there's another meeting, too, coming up in uh, January, which is really exciting. It's a supply chain summit. Uh, We have over 100 supply chain directors coming in from different markets talking about a lot of the issues that they have in the supply chain, trying to move towards a more circular supply chain and really trying to understand um, where, you know, they can make it more of like a closed loop model. Um, So we're excited. Yeah, really excited about these. And how can our listeners sign up for this event? Is it just going to www.companiesforzerowaste.com? Oh, yeah, for com. yep. And then when you go on there, you'll see virtual meetings. And then Perfect. you just click on there. And uh, any questions, they can contact me as well. So thank you. Well, awesome. Well, it's going to be another great event. I'm going to actually be participating as well. And I love to participate at your events. Like I said, I both... Uh, get to teach and learn, which is always the funnest way to be uh, enjoying the journey uh, professionally and personally in life. And uh, for our listeners out there, again, to find Scott, his colleagues and their great work and to sign up for his next meeting, please go to www.companiesforzerowaste.com. Scott Donaghy, you are not only a good friend, you're making the world a better place every day. I'm so grateful for you. You have a safe and Thank wonderful you. holiday season. And I can't wait to work with you more in 2021 and way beyond. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sean.